With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Audio Frontier. Ladies and gentlemen, the following podcast is Wrestling Death and is scheduled for one hour. Maybe more. It has no real-time limits making their way into your ears. First... From a place called Garniston, he is the Pyramid, Red Florence. It's going to be the funniest show ever because I'm all about the comedy and the money, money. baby. How much you gonna pay? And his partner, Fader Top Stevenson. From Mexico City to Beef Community Centre, I've got stories that are going to blow your mind. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. You there? Hello, you there? Oh. <laughs> Only one Tony can. Oh. And Tony. Hello and welcome to Wrestling Daft. My name is Rob Florence and I am joined as ever by the one and only, the man they call Grado, star of BBC, star of radio star of the wrestling star i bet the only thing you've not done is a fucking disney hang at this point mate how are you doing <laughs> <laughs> hey, mate, i'm good i'm good mate i'm good i'm good uh, i'm good what have you been up to uh well been you anywhere, know been anywhere nice uh no i actually i've no i've obviously i missed the show last week i had to isolate you had Everybody. a bit of a Covid-related situation. Covid crises. Covid crises. Covid all crises. All well now. All is well. Mate, I don't know what it is, but it's like such a weird thing because everybody got it. Everybody got it. My girlfriend got it. Her daughter got it. My brother got it. Her sister got it. My sister got it. Her sisters got it. Her, no, her brother never got it. But everybody got it apart from me. You are the cure, Grado. You are the cure. And do you know what it was a weird thing because like she 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 done the test last Monday. I can't. Was it last Monday? And so she put the. She was obviously she was in an orphanic. Orphanic. She was really really bad, and obviously it's kind of dangerous because she's pregnant and stuff like. That. She um, took the temperature thing and put it in her gub to take her to check her temperature. Tested it. She was like forty, and I was like geezer, and I put it in my mouth, and she's gone. What are you doing? Fucking! I'm testing positive, and you're putting it in your mouth. What are you doing? You idiot! So then I was playing on my mind. I was like, why did I? Why would I do that? Why would I do that? Aye. Well, I got. I got. I went for a PCR. Uh, the day after, and obviously I needed to wait. Um, I needed to wait until the certain amount of days before I could come out of isolation because uh, when I got my vaccine and stuff like that. But I, I've I've done another test since, and I've I've tested negative, which is fortunate. But everybody's all right. But do you think you've maybe had it? Well, uh, here's a question, right now. This antibody test. See if you, uh, this antibody test tells you if you've got it, right? But I've had the vaccine, so is that not already flung antibodies in me? Will that tell me? 
I don't I don't know. I don't know how it works, but probably, but I don't know. But you you you'll have even more antibodies probably if you've had it before as well and you've got the vaccine kicking on you. I don't know, man. I'm a fucking scientist, man. I'm a guy that does a wrestling podcast. What are you asking me for? Yinkam fucking doctor, what's his name? Jason Leach. My name oh. is Okay, I was going to do an impersonation of Jason Leach, and I thought, what's the fucking point? Nobody knows what it sounds like. I know, well, I, don't know. Know. I know what he sounds like. The virus. He's from here, isn't he? The virus loves a nightclub. It loves it. He speaks a bit like that, and he loves he loves talking about COVID. Made it I called him Keir Starmer? Yeah, she did. The virus loves a nightclub. The virus I, loves a nightclub. He, he grows <laughs> in a nightclub. He, he was he was mentioning something yesterday about keeping windies open or something. He's he, 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 he's he, is he a mark for himself? Let's be Keep honest. The windows he's, open. Hangs about a mark for himself. And I always remember at the start of the pandemic when me and Big Connell were shutting down our live shows. The very next day after we cancelled our live shows, he was on off the ball with Tom Cowan, Jason yep. Leach, and he was saying, "I'm going out for a curry with my missus tonight. It's nothing to worry about." He was saying, "You're joking." I'm not fucking joking. I remember it well. He was like, don't panic. If me, you go me, and visit your granny if you want, just stay a couple, a couple of metres away from her when you're in the house. No, no. Remember facts. He's he's always on, he's on uh, off the ball every Saturday, isn't he? I love him. I love him. I wonder I if he's him. a wrestling fan. I knew you were going to say that. I wonder. I wonder. I'll try, I'll try to get everybody who, on. Who do you think his favourite wrestler is? <sighs> oh, someone that's special. Yankum. Scotty Bay's at Yankum, innit? <laughs> Someone that stopped. What well, there was a germaphobe gimmick. Remember when Moxley went through the germaphobe um, mm. gimmick? That's who his favourite wrestler right. would be. But he's, a, but he's a dentist, does he know? Jason Leach. He's I a dentist. He might be a dentist. Why, is he? That's why I thought you'd have laughed at me saying Yankum, but no, he's a he's, ah, right, he's a dentist right. to trade. He's a dentist. Christ's sake, man! Sorry, Listen, I don't I don't do so, breakfast radio. I don't keep up to date with the topical stuff. I don't need to comb through the newspapers looking for stories every moment. All right, so. This is Paul and Teeth here. Hey! <laughs> yeah, Bronze Cello says that he tweeted as a pick last week of Virgil selling gimmicks on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on top of Vince McMahon's star. How weird is that? Has Grado get... Why would he be at Vince McMahon's star? Has Grado get any weird selling merch stories? Oh. <laughs> well, I... I'm just trying to... Tell us them then, mate. Obviously, I, I, I remember, I suppose I've told a story about me selling my pants, haven't I? Oh, you've told that story, eh? Yeah, so much story about telling the, selling the pants. We really need some kind of thing where we can say, and if anybody wants to hear that story, go to episode 64 or something uh, like, You know what I mean? We need something like that. We need a, almost like a wrestling daftopedia. A daftopedia? How good would that be? And we could say, if you want to hear the interview, we... Let me think. Who did we interview? Mr. Uh, Kennedy. Mr. Kennedy? Go just check on the daftopedia, and it's episode 20, 21. You is that I mean? not just Spotify though? No, is that no how that works? No, because you don't put in the right details. You just write things on the Spotify information like a guy's on it this week and Grado does some shouting and he talks about TNA and that. Grado, give a merch story. I'm trying to think. There's maybe one I probably shouldn't tell because it includes piracy. Um, <laughs> And there's probably one that I probably can't tell that I'd maybe lose one of my BBC gigs because it includes, you know, copyright. Right. By that, I mean, you know, selling the old 8x10s and maybe sticking a couple of characters that I've played on the telly. Selling Burniston DVDs. <laughs> I've never said. But, like... A signed Scott Squad DVD. I mean, Scott Squad's never been on DVD, but, I mean, it's an idea, isn't it? But, right, to, 
I mean, the folks, in fact, I've actually got a big, well, no, I don't have it anymore, a big box of blank DVDs, because I was, what I was going to start then was just basically ripping all my stuff off YouTube and then, like, putting it onto a, a DVD and selling it to shows, you know, best of Grado DVD. That's beautiful. <laughs> And make, that. and make that party because you used to be a tape trader, so that's almost like party like the whole handmade kind of fucking thing. I think that's a cool idea. I like that. Exactly. Who uses DVDs? I mean, who's the last time you watched a DVD? I mean, no, I've never, I've never, no, no. I don't think I've watched one in this. Sure not, the last blockbuster in the world closed down this week. Very sad. I think we should release a wrestling daft DVD, John. I don't, is it going to be less than cost effective? Are DVDs like vinyls making an upsurge in? It doesn't matter. Right. I think we should release a wrestling daft VHS. <laughs> right. That would, that would be good. I've got a camcorder. I've got a VHS camcorder. We could, record, we could record it in VHS. We could duplicate it and we just sell it in an old video case for tape traders. You know what I mean? Let's bring back tape trading because eventually that'll come back. You know, like the way the nah, nah, just nah. like the way they did with vinyl and stuff like that. Nah, nah. I don't think video tapes. There's something back. beautiful, but I've seen like all, how VHS, the quality of VHS tapes. Like, obviously, these fancy cameras now in the edit, they try to replicate it, but you can tell when it's been edited to make it look like a vintage tape. Do you get? What I remember that. Right now, hold on a minute here. Sorry, Gredo. <laughs> Sorry, I'm talking. Shit. I just noticed that Jason here says that the pattern on the podcast this week is up there with the worst I've ever heard. Punk versus Darby being compared to Rock versus Hogan. Holy fuck. Who said that? That was Jason who said that. I was I believe it was maybe Chris Toe said compared yeah, it to Rock versus Hogan. I never, I never fucking said Punk That's and Darby. Say, I think. Who me? Ah, uh, you're pure AEW daft now. There's no way I would say that. I, I, what I would say, what I would say is that um uh, Jason can fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Shout goes out to regular correspondent Ian Drew Dice Clay, who had his Twitter pulled in for some reason, which is outrageous. In case you want to follow him again, I know, up to you, his own, oh, what, the, what is this? Draconian days, I believe it is. It's Draconian Dra- Ian days. Yeah, so he's always got a very complicated username. So it's D-R-A-C-O-N capital I-A-N-D-A-Y-S on Twitter. And he says he's no like he's somebody coming into TNA and he kind of used the old name, the old gimmicks away, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, but follow him, Dracon Ian Days, he's going to give you all the good wrestling content. I've got to follow him now, actually, because I get most of my news for him, as I say every week. But, uh, we, um, get, we get an amazing photo in here, by the way, uh, that you'll have to get on the Patreon to see. Uh, but also, maybe John could tweet it out at some point on the Wrestling Daft uh, Twitter feed on Friday with Twitter's like a social media platform that people use to make comments on 140 characters or less. You can retweet, uh, you can you can like things, you can quote tweet as well. You quote somebody's tweet, uh, and you can put your words on top it. You can share things like gifs, JPEGs. <laughs> I think I don't know if you can share PSD files. I don't know exactly how what kind of files it will take into the software, but you can share it around. It's available on most platforms, computers, telephones. Uh, not important to tell you here, no rotary telephones that you get in your grannies will have to be uh, smartphones. But the visual content from the twin between us, a wee bit of Shawn Michaels sweet chin music. You'll need to get your baby up to this level one day, Grado. Oh, that's a cute picture on um, at, um, and it's absolutely amazing. The twin between us sent us in. <laughs> That's funny, man. We little Beth, we kid doing a bit of sweet chin music on our old man. I would have to assume it's beautiful. Oh, uh, do you know what? The, you know what you call that? What? Hashtag timeline cleanser. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. That's a timeline cleanser. 
What is that? I've never heard that. Never heard of that. It's, it's like you know, you just you scroll through Twitter and it's all politics and bollocks and everything that's gone wrong with the world. But yeah, and then somebody will share a video of a monkey, you know, somebody, somebody playing fetch. We are done. Aye, 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 you know yeah, what I mean? I like that. I like animal videos. So it's a something timeline. Be, somebody shares a video of Grado uh, dancing for Scarlet Bordeaux. Uh, yeah, and it's hashtag timeline cleanser. <laughs> but, do you know what I've just realised? As soon as you just said that. Fuck, that was... I'd done that before James Corden done that. You know what I'm talking about? What, the hip thrusting dance? So I'm just thinking, you know, I'm telling myself when I'm watching that, back, is that annoying? Is that... Am I annoying people? And then after watching the James Corden flash dance thing, which have you seen, John? I've not seen that, no. I hate James Corden. Oh, mate, he's copping it big time on Twitter. Is but he? You're, I, but you're doing it on a wrestling show. You're not doing it in a street... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You need to see that video, but John, have you watched it, Rab? Yeah. Let's get loud. Let's get loud. And he's like hip thrusting and he folk that are sitting in a water man and he has he's getting dogs abused so much so that his father, Malcolm, wrote in because I think Mark Commod was was fucking burying him on Radio Four and he got in contact to say stop slagging my boy. <laughs> really? Yeah. A bit it's a bit like the time Mama went to um, McDonald's and pulled, and pulled up my manager for shouting at me. <laughs> like, I'm just trying. I'm going on like a fucking breakfast radio DG here, aren't I? <laughs> no, it's... but what I was trying, what I was trying to compare it was, is like because there was a there was a guy that my boss in McDonald's was a guy called Craig Cornfield, right? And he was the scariest manager, right? But he was only like 28. I was 16 at the time. Red hair. And just everybody was feet for him. He drove a wee Citroen Saxa, light blue. And I'd turn up for my shift. And if that Citroen Saxa was sitting out the front door, I don't know why I did my shift, man. He was he was just really, really scary. And he and I tell my mom one day and I, I says to him, I says, Look, there's this guy who keeps shouting at me at McDonald's and all that. And she went really speak to him. <laughs> and she went, I'll cornfield you, Craig Cornfield. A fucking bury in a cornfield, you talk to my boy like that. <laughs> Oh, cornfield. That's great, more part. A oh, bury in a cornfield. Luke, uh, Luke says, don't get me wrong, I'm excited about CM Punk's return to wrestling. It's got me watching AEW for the first time. But I can't help but think he does look like some lean lad walking down to the ring like an old footballer or something. Well, <laughs> it's funny you say that. He, there was a video I'm talking about. Did you see the video that we got put on Twitter? Where he's talking about how he, he decided to go to EW because of how all the boys in the locker room kept it secret about Le Brody Lee's illness. And he looks, he, he, I, I know what he means by that. Uh, he, he, he does, I know what he means. He's he's clean shaven and all that now. So he has. <laughs> <laughs> no, if, any, I, if anybody out there has ever had a clean shave, give us a call. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean he obviously looks older, and he and he's lost a bit of condition and all of that. But let's fucking give the guy a chance. Let him. He's not even had his first match yet. Imagine it. Imagine it was. Imagine he was pure shit. Imagine he came back and he kept making an arse it. No, he kept falling. Well, uh, no, no. Oh, we'll talk about it later. We'll talk about it later. Sean's just started a new job, and one of the girls in the new job has a major thing for. Hold on, I need to read this again. Has a major thing for. Uh, you know what I say. John, is that a typo? 
No, unfortunately not. It's a major th- one of the girls has a major thing for Grado, apparently. Any chance a shout out for Lisa at Western House and Air should die of embarrassment, Grado. That's a bit weird. No, I'm not saying it's weird, right? But Sean has said he's just started a new job. One of the main one of the girls has a major thing for Grado. How did he, how did they go about mentioning my name? <laughs> That's a good question. How did that come about? Oh, he's a wrestling fan, so he's, you know what it's like when you're a wrestling fan, try and kind of secretly find out if anyone else is a wrestling fan. And I think it. Sean fancies Lisa. Right. Do you know I what I mean? Know if you, uh, Sean's got a girlfriend. Oh, who is it? Who Sean is it? Do I know him? Sean, Sean uh, oh, what was his atomic hot dog or what is he? Uh, on? He's be, he's a regular correspondent. He fell oh, away for a wee then. while because we didn't talk enough about AEW, but he's back with Avengers now that rap has started the, the only, there's only one Tony Khan part. Right, okay, right, okay, right. Fair enough then. So I'm not, I'm not going to um, take the piss out of Sean anymore. So, uh, right, Sean, if you're going to listen, if you're going to show this to Lisa, pause the now and then, and then you can show it for Hero Nan. Why don't you say hello, Lisa? Hello, Lisa at Western House in there. I hope you're well. Keep fall- stick in, hen. All the best. Hello, Granny. <laughs> Rico has this. <laughs> um, Rico uh, emailed us uh, at wrestlingdraft.gmail.com. He says, I had the nice privilege of travelling abroad this week. My wife's side of the family is Greek, so we've been able to make our way back to Athens for the first time since 2019. Great to see family and experience a different culture again, etc. More importantly, I've noticed that wrestling daft has impacted my life in two small ways. One, I will never be able to look at currency exchange place ever again without thinking about Grado saying Bureau de Change. Go on, Grado. Bureau de Change. And two, <laughs> I've realised I speak to my wife's family in the same <laughs> that Grado speaks to Kikataro. Some might argue I should simply learn Greek, but it's working for now. Uh, Grado, how were you speaking to him again? I wasn't there that episode. So. I, I, how was I speaking to him, John? I can't remember. Folk go back and listen. Go and listen. Kikutaro! Kikutaro! Tell us about you getting to WrestleMania, Kikutaro! <laughs> it's in the archive. Go and listen to it now. <laughs> <laughs> I he says, I also learned this is this is just a wee bit more here for Rico. He says, I also learned some historical wrestling information from the very first promotions in Greece or the ancient Olympics, as they were called in Kayfabe. I found an old wrestling newsletter printed on the side of some pottery in a museum in Athens <laughs> depicting oh. a waist lock and a singles match between two wrestlers. It's a legitimate waist lock, and not like some of the other waist locks that are often depicted in the more erotic Greek pottery discovered from <laughs> around that time. Anyway. In ancient Greece and Rome, circa 776 BC to 393 AD, wrestlers would apparently be ceremonially anointed with oil by slaves before their matches. Their bodies would also be given a sprinkling of dust or sand pre-match to prevent oil and sweat from competitors losing their grip on each other. Rules were strict but limited, and upon further investigation, I found the following info on good old Wikipedia regarding a discovery of what the rules used to be. The remains of a papyrus wrestling manual from the 2nd century AD revealed that the Greeks were familiar with headlocks, joint locks, shoulder holds and other techniques used by modern wrestlers. Because there were no time limits to matches, some would end in draws. A wrestler could submit under a chokehold and tap out. Wrestlers were sometimes killed in contest, but their opponents were never held responsible 
for homicide. So in conclusion, ancient Greeks created death matches by accident. And there was a Greek, Nick Gage, or Matt Cardona <laughs> at some point in history there. Cheers and thanks for all the entertainment you guys provide. <laughs> Rico. Thanks, Rico. That was brilliant. That was funny. That was so death match. Now, last week's listener of the week, Neil, is, gain up, is living up to his title. And he's pointed this out. He says he's just watching AEW Dark Elevation and Gradle needs to watch it for some gimmick infringement from Cal Harrell, a.k.a. the Fanny Pack Kid. Have you seen this? Uh, I see the Fanny Pack Kid. Have you saw him? What is he today? I'm sure there's a, the, the, the other boy on it. Does what he does? He, run, he does he, Apparently he's up to the top of the rope and flings his fanny bag in there like I do, like the rock. It was uh, Sam thing. What was it? I think I spoke about it before. And was he it, was He's the guy with the fanny pack party stuff and all that. How long has he been doing it, though? Fanny pack party. That's his uh, blinking T-shirt that he's got. Fanny pack party. Come on. Oh, funnily enough, he follows me on Twitter. Oh, he's he's ripping you off. (laughs) Ripping you off, this boy. Oh, dear. Come on. Fanny pack. Am I? I mean, Oh, great. I'm no... What? 2,600 followers, mate. He's he's got nothing on you. Aye, but... Listen, who cares? Right. It's as if I've never bumped it enough Henry before, do you know what I mean, when wrestling? <laughs> Jesus, fuck. Right, hold on here. Let's put it out there. I am going to put it out there, the new, right? When he, so this is directly, because sometimes on this show, there's direct bits that Tony Khan listens to. Mm-hmm. And so this is my statement to Tony Khan for this episode, okay? Let's get it booked, Tony. When AEW ultimately comes to the UK, as it will as it must for a live show. Let's book the Fanny Pack Kid versus Grado. Let's make it happen. Let's get an old bun bag in the pole match happening, yes. Grado. That'd be your dream match, right? Yes. I, I don't think so, mate. If I'm That's on AEW, I'm, I'm not right? wrestling that strub. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not wrestling the Fanny Pack Kid. If I'm... If they book me in right, AEW, I'm, sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, Jericho, right, right, mate. Right, okay, let me get have another go. Tony Khan, you have to make it happen. It's the match everybody wants to see. Grado versus Eddie Kingston. Please, at AEW, <laughs> on a bum, ba- bum bag on a pole match. Make it happen. Uh, thanks very much. Uh, maybe we'll just d- d- use the fanny pack kid, though. <laughs> Nick Gage versus Grado. Make uh, it happen. Uh, fanny pack in a pole match. We uh, razor blades and stuff. I don't think Gage could get any Glasgow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> right, couldn't he? I know. Can he get Probably no. Probably no. You're right. All right, let's not. Come on. Let's not get practical about it. And talking to Neil. Is Matt Riddle for Grado last week? Got everybody going. Um, no, Grado, have you heard about any of this part? No. Don't look. Uh, yeah, don't look at the page. I, I, I'm honestly not right. I'm not looking at it right now. Right. Here's, here was the riddle. At the hole in the ground brimming with water, with a hooked ear of corn, I am covered in oil and sizzling in a pan. Who am I? Hey, you need to say that again. At the hole in the ground, brimming with water, with a hooked ear of corn, I am covered in oil and sizzling. That's too much. In a pan. Right, so basically, right, help me here. So the hole in the, wa- hole in the, hole in the ground with water is going to be pond or... F- no. Is it lake? No. River? No. Um, sea? What'd you get water out of, like in olden days? What would you get water out of, Grado? Tap. No, in olden uh, days, with a bucket. Oh, uh, well. Yes. Well. 
Well, and then brimming, what was the next brimming, brimming with, with water. water. It's brimming with water. Well, Welsh, Welsh. Well, the hole in the ground. Full well, well, full. Oh, well, full. Hooked ear of corn. Other way, think of another word for full. Well, full. Well, it's full. It's up. It's in oil. Full well and sizzling. Other word. Pan. Other word for full. Right, well, no doing this again. Oh, this oh, no, I don't know. If, 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 if punters have heard it, then, you yeah, know what I mean? What was the answer? Congratulations to Kyle, Paul, Richard, Kevin, Martin, Daniel and Andy, who all nailed the answer. It was Maxwell Jacob Friedman. <sighs> Otherwise known as... MGF. And we have a new one for this week from Johnny, right? Wipe your feet. Puzzle. Matt Cross. No. <laughs> Is it no? No. What? It has, it's going to be. No, it's. What? Matt Cross. Wipe your feet. Puzzle. Do you know the answer? I know the answer. Do you know it, Rob? Rob. Wipe your feet. Puzzle. Wipe Matt Riddle. Yay! Oh. Well done, Rob Lawrence. That's a really, really. Weird one to put up, considering the section is called Matt Riddle, and they've actually put Matt Riddle as the. <laughs> I still never go. Well done, Johnny. And if you want to get in touch with us about any of that or just random wrestling related stuff, get us on Twitter at Wrestling Daft on Insta at Wrestling Daft Podcast, just Wrestling Daft on Facebook, or indeed email us like Rico did at Wrestling Daft at gmail.com. Every week we like to separate the bad for the good in wrestling, the 2K20s for the N64 No Mercies. Oh, John, put a wee video game thing Well, oh, a little gaming reference there for you, Rob. Well, I appreciate it, mate. I do appreciate it. Right, what are you putting in your grado and what are you burying? Well, you'll just probably need to skip me this week. I've no listened to one podcast. Oh, my God. I've no listened to anything. I've no watched anything. I've just been watching Howard Stern on YouTube all week. So you haven't been... I've... You've been you've been looking after you've been dealing with COVID situation, so it's understandable. Aye. Aye. I've not been travelling, so there you go. So I've got fuck out. I want a I see this is a tricky one for me because I don't know what to say about this because I don't know whether to bury it or whether to put it over. Don't bury it. I don't know what you're gonna say. I'm... Don't be burying it today with William Patrick Corgan. No, 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 no. Right, okay. It's a Charlotte and Nia Jax thing. Oh, oh yes. God. Yes. That's the best match I've seen on Raw in a long time. Because I was watching that and my jaw was my jaw was dropped watching that. I was thinking to myself, what the fuck is going on here? There was something going on in that match that was beyond what we were seeing. Uh it's a fascinating match. Try and watch it if you've not seen it. I don't even know how... I'm not even going to say much about it because I feel like it would be a spoiler. You just need to watch it. It's a, 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 just a fascinating match. Have you all seen it? Do you th- I've seen clips. Do you think they were shooting on each other? Do you, do you, it seems that... It does seem that they were, by the way. I don't See know... when somebody's doing. shooting on somebody, right? They don't run in kind of slow motion and slowly climb up on their shoulders... I fucking don't know. It was as if somebody had released a weird nerve gas into the stadium or something. And it was just the weirdest thing. It's the weirdest thing. So that's really worth watching. Is there anything else I want to put out? Or is there anything else I want to bury? I want to put out NWA show. 
Um, I want to put our Ric Flair's promo in the ring, which is a beautiful promo that was obviously, you know, Billy had heard my plea for NWA to get Ric Flair back, and I really appreciate that. So a big shout out, a big shout out to Billy for that. I really appreciate it. <laughs> um, seeing Ric Flair coming in, and and that promo that was everything that Ric Flair is good at. He was recognizing history. He was putting himself over. But he was also extending love to the wrestling industry, which is a great thing because, you know, right now it's all like, oh, that other place, this place, that him and all that. You know what I mean? It was it was beautiful seeing somebody saying, I love you to Vince McMahon. You know what I mean? It was it was nice to see that and I enjoyed that. And I enjoyed, I enjoyed the look of that um, NWA show. And I like Big Trevor Murdoch as well. I like... So he won a title? Yes. Oh, I need to see that. He's a wrestler, by the way, you know what I mean? Oh, he's a wrestler, wrestler. He's a wrestler, wrestler, you know what I mean? And seeing him getting the belt. No, I couldn't help but think, though. I was watching this show. I was watching the matches. And then there was the, the woman had their NWA Empower as well event, um, which had some great stuff on it as well. And I was thinking to myself, there's something missing. There's a missing piece of the puzzle. Who's the NWA UK champion? So Answer the fucking question. Who is it? Well, the, the, the last NWA UK champion was Conscience. Conscience. SWA wrestler Conscience never lost that belt. No. He is the NWA UK champ. And he, I felt he, like it was he a definitely, He definitely still has it because I, I don't know if I text you, but I messaged him on Facebook and asked him if he still had it. He's got it. It was Sorry. a missing piece of the puzzle. Um, we Let's just put this out there, and this is a bit of an exclusive we are entering talks with conscience about that NWA UK belt. That's all I'm going to say. We You've are entering... too much. Well, because I just kind of feel when you watch NWA there and you and you see how well they have protected and put all their belts, we can't just have the NWA UK belt just sitting in somebody's house here in Scotland. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> the NWA UK belt is in Uddingston. And we can't have that. And 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 what I mean by that is neither that, you know, we send it back or that conscience. He's the fucking champ. Aye. So we don't, you know, nobody can walk up to his door and say, he's that NWA UK belt back. Well, he's the I, fucking champion. He never lost it. I want it. Moving on. Let's see what the punters are saying. Big boy Bruno puts out a Ric Flair appearing at NWA 73. Big shout for Trevor Murdoch winning the 10 pounds of gold. A true pro wrestler in the world of sports entertainment. CM Jakes wants to put out Miro. How can somebody be so funny and so scary at the same time? I totally agree with that. Amazing. Maybe Rab can answer it. I can't. I can't. He's just, he's great. And CM Jakes is burying WWE. If you stopped talking about it on the show, I wouldn't give you two fucks, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Ian Drew Dice Clay wants to put all the NWA getting John Goodman to do the voiceover for the opening of their pay-per-view the other night and he'd like to bury Twitter for banning his account for no reason and making him have to use his TNA name as if he's Rikishi or Test. Jamie <laughs> Jamie wants to bury the new NXT logo. It looks like some shite Neil Buchanan would make on Art Attack. <laughs> he wants to put all the new Bloodline merch for Reigns and Co and Smackdown. Looks very tidy. Also going to put our Grado getting a wee mention on an episode of what went down on BT Sport with Seamus and Drew. Seamus told Drew to speak to Grado to get his accent back. I never saw that. 
You saw it, John, no? I've not seen it. No, no, no. But I did. Well, catch up. I'll need to get that tonight. And Grado normally, Grado always normally knows if anybody mentions his name on anything. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> you, you, Rab, you're bang on. I'm really surprised I've not come across that. Chris, who was on the run in last week, wants to put all the Titanic wrestling show in Belfast from Sunday. Being mentioned on the pod last week helped them to sell out for the first show back. Delighted to hear that, Chris. Glad it went well. Well, was that the boy that was being to two weeks aye, ago? Aye, aye. So did, she, did they promote? No, you messed no, up. You were only there. You were only there. You were there. It was me and Chris oh, Tolver talking to him, right? So don't you worry about it, mate. You were you were flatting your back. Uh, and he wants to bury getting screwed out of winning the tag team titles at the show by eventually getting paired with a fella who turned up in handcuffs. Best he have never wrestled in WWE. Oh, wait a minute. No mention that. That's for the list. John wants to put over Trevor Murdoch finally getting the big belt. Guys, the epitome of what a wrestler should be. You believe he could kick your ass, unlike many other wrestlers. Adam Cole. And he wants to bury the new NXT logo. Just looks shite. Sean wants to put all the Lucha Bros versus Jurassic Express on AEW and bury the new NXT logo. It looks like they copied AEW Dynamite's homework. I, I saw that. How, how, is, how is it in, in like the Dynamite logo? Okay, isn't it? It looks a wee... It's, it's a lot of nonsense. It's a lot. It's pretty ugly though, isn't it? I, I mean, it's not the best, but I mean, every when have you ever saw a new logo and went, oh, that's good? I haven't said that. I don't hate it. I think that old NXT logo was pretty fucking dated looking. Yeah. Do you not think so? NXT logo. Mm, uh, maybe you're right, mate. You know, here's a question for you. Who right. come up with the name NXT? <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to the archive for the answer. Stephen wants to put all the segment after AEW went off air because Arian, Kristen Cage and CM Punk, nothing special happened, but it was good to see Christy and Punk together. And who doesn't love a bit of Kazarian? Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's the part of the show where we invite you, the listeners, to their running. Come on and talk wrestling. Talk nonsense. Talk whatever you want. This week, we welcome a man who has been creating a buzz in the wrestling community as he keeps using wrestling entrance music as Arsenal run out. It's club DJ, DJ Selenke. Brother, how you doing? Are you all right? I'm excellent, guys. Thank you very much for having me. How are you Oh, this is actually, I've got a buzz, because obviously we did it, we did a wrestling podcast, right? And it's good getting wrestlers on, but I like when we get something, some somebody obscure. I think this is cool, man. Yeah. Because obviously I saw that video, was it was it that weekend or the weekend before? It was at Emirates, and you played Cult of Personality, but that's not the first time you've ever done that, is it? No, it's not actually. Um, thanks, James, as well, for having me on, by the way. Um, no, I've been playing wrestling music for ages at the Emirates, and um, I don't know what happened. I think maybe during the lockdown, where everybody got to see the games, and obviously there's no fans, so you can proper hear what's going on in the stadium, right? And I think we played Liverpool last season, um, and the Triple H um, theme song got, got, got wind. 
And um, from there, it was like this new thing that all of a sudden happened. Yeah, I'd been doing it for, for since 2015 when I joined. That's, that's, I think sure we spoke about that last year when it, when, when Triple H's music came on, didn't we, John? We yeah, we did. did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, you featured on the podcast several, several times. <laughs> like, oh, really? like any time, any time Arsenal come out, someone was like tweeting us, going, "They've just ran out to this. They've just ran out to this." Uh, right. What other, what other themes have you like? Let's list all the themes that you've played <laughs> so far at Arsenal. Then. <laughs> okay, so let's see. That's about maybe thirty odd games now, probably at home. So. <laughs> You, you take your pick. Um, obviously, cult of personality. You have got Triple H. Um, I've done Kane. Uh, the, the the one when I heard that. Yeah, when when he'd taken off the mask, it was that kind of that heel. Slow Kane. chemical. Slow chemical. That's the one. Right. That, is a, that is a. That's what, it's my favorite. One of my favorite entrance music ever. <laughs> so I love it. Um, I've done Stone Cold's one when he came back in two thousand and it's stopped Glass House. That's the one, exactly. Disturbed. Yeah. You see, you guys, you guys know your stuff. Um, I've done that one before. I've done Edge, Edge when he came oh, back from Royal Rumble. So I played that the following week. Um, God, it's not going out of my mind. I've done the Godfather's instrumentals. So <laughs> I, I, left, I, left, I left the I left the lyrics, but the instrumental was still pretty cool. Um, what else have I done? Oh my God! I you've mean, done Cena. You did. You've done Cena. Cena. Cena yeah. was the last game of last season. Yes. Um, done Brock Lesnar. Done, um, oh jeez, I'm trying to think of how many. Have you done Bauer? Have you done Finn Bauer? No. Yes, I did, I did I, Finn Bauer. I've done Finn Bauer. I've done like the raw, raw entrance themes, Smackdowns, depending on the various, you know, Attitude Era, uh, Ruthless Aggression, uh, all that sort of stuff. So um, even Roman Reigns I've done. I've done him before. Um, but yeah, I've still got a few more up my sleeve to, 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 to bring up. <laughs> That's the best. Does, does anybody say anything to you? Does anybody at Arsenal go, where the fuck is that you're playing? A little bit. Like, you know, in the, in the beginning, you know, I was playing things sort of like, they just thought it was just like another rock kind of tune, kind of rock anthem. So I started getting away with a few things and I thought, you know, under 23 games or maybe the women's games, I started getting away with that sort of stuff there. And I thought, you know what, screw it. I'm going to try and see what happens. What 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 would they say? Um, and I think Rob Holding at one point, I think, acknowledged one of the songs. So I thought, OK, brilliant. At least one of the players are now noticing it as well. So <laughs> in that case, it was a bit like, OK, let's see how far how far can we push the envelope. And then WWE actually got in contact with me. You know, the UK Twitter account? Aye, aye. They got in contact with me. So I spoke with them and they were just like, look, love what you're doing. Oh, yeah, I've done Drew McIntyre, uh, Matt Riddle. So even they started implementing on certain ones that they wanted on there as well, just to promote ah. them so you know like i think there was a time where um i think they had like a poster of all the wwe superstars supporting certain football teams that's right yeah. and uh, yeah so matt riddle had the arsenal one at the time and so when that thing was getting pushed from like, i think from bt sport they said look could you would you mind putting this together um so yeah so we've even had a bit of connection with them and you know the crowd some of the crowd have loved it the twitter account has, has blown up since then so I thought, wow, okay. I didn't realise people actually would love it. I, to, to be honest with you, I didn't think people would take notice. It's such a buzz, man, because obviously when I heard it the other day and, I, and I'm like putting the volume up and I'm putting it into the, the group chat and stuff like that, <laughs> it's just such a buzz. But how did, I mean, you you don't look that old. Wait, wait, age are you? No, I'm actually, I'm 31. I look younger than I am. But I'm 31, still, still, still not too bad. How do, you, how do you get a job becoming a DJ of a Premier League football team? How do you get that job? 
it's, I, I always start off by saying it's God first and foremost, but then right. to, me, to, to actually answer the, the, the question practically, um, I used to work at a radio station where I did um, basically like broadcast uh, assistant. So you do like all the sound checks and making sure that the levels are right so that everything that goes out to radio is fine. Um, Arsenal were looking for an assistant to the announcer, which basically was play the music, uh, make sure the videos go out in the big screens, you assist the announcer on pronunciations of names. Your job is to watch the game. What do you think? And I was a bit like, that is not, this is not an interview, surely not. And, you know, they asked me examples of what kind of music would you play if you were, you know, if you happen to be the DJ there, what would you play? <laughs> so I started, you know, I had like a, like a USB stick and everything laptop and they were like, oh, okay, we weren't expecting that. We were expecting names. But I played a few stuff and it was just, you know, like ACDCs, um, maybe like yeah, so, so at, the you know, at the time you weren't going, well, I'm going to play Undertaker's Ministry of Darkness. We can in second theme. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I, think, I think I would have walked out very, very sad if I, if I brought it out early. But in my mind, I just thought, you know, because after a while, you know, football stadiums, they repeat music, don't they? They, they, they put on things all the time. Yeah. And um, yeah, so I just thought like, what else? Where, what kind of other music can I get that's a bit more upbeat that gets the crowd going that gets the players pumped when they're when they're warming up or if they're if they're coming out to the second half and I thought you know what screw it let's let's see what we can let's see what we can add so it really came through a radio sort of thing because I'm a DJ as well so that and it makes and it makes total sense that you've you've decided to do that it's not like you're just doing a thing because you're a wrestling fan these are these are music tracks that are designed to yeah. pump up a crowd when somebody enters an arena that's what that's, they're, you know they're designed for the ground up for that Absolutely. I went to, um, like, so this t-shirt, I went to Battleground in 2016 uh, in DC. And I remember there was, um, it was, it must've been Seth Rollins music that hit and the, the place just erupted. You can imagine that in 2016 and even Dean Ambrose as well. Like at that time he was, you know, face and whatever. And people loved him when his music yep. hit, it, you know, there's a part of me as a, a massive mark watching it. And at the same time, I'm like, this could do some serious damage at football grounds, for example, mm. whether or not people would gather it. But there, there is a big UK following of wrestling. So it wasn't going to be like, I wasn't trying to Americanize anything as such, but mm. yeah, people just, you know, sort of hung on to it, which is, which is great. You ever played any TNA songs now? No, I haven't done any TNA yet, but no. you know, I'm, I'm getting it. Look, CM Punk counts as, 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 as a, as a, AEW, right? So, um, uh, so I'm, I'm branching out. I'm branching out into different different areas. So before before we get into what you like wrestling wise, right? Yeah. Um, what do you like music wise? Like, what's your favorite? Who do who do you love? So I'm actually a, a grime DJ originally. So right. I grew up on grime. I grew up in I grew up in northwest northwest London. Um, and so like the culture around me was all about grime music. So your Wileys, um, Dizzy Rascals, Lethal B, JME, Skepta. That's been my upbringing if you yeah. will. Um, but then, you know, I've had to sort of, because I love wrestling, for example, that kind of music still is great. I, when I go to the gym, I'll play some of that stuff. And it's, you know, it's all about energy and pumped up. I don't really necessarily have like a distaste for anything in particular. So I dabble in, in, in a few other things as well. Like I like Afro beats as well. Now I'm liking drill music. I'm liking Motown music. I play a bit of that usually. Love Motown. To begin, yeah. To begin the, begin the day. Um, yeah, and, I, and, and I'm a Christian as well, so I love a bit of praise and worship kind of music, gospel yeah. kind of music as well. So yeah, you know, I, I dabble around, but my number one first love is grime. Brilliant. And, and coming up, listening to grime music and stuff like that, you must wonder as well as a wrestling fan, because the feeling I often get when I'm listening to wrestling entrance themes, I kind of go, I wish they weren't 
they always kind of seem to tend towards kind of generic, like mainstream rock all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? You must, uh-huh. I mean, you must feel the same. Like, wish yeah, yeah. something a wee bit. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more gritty. I, I understand what you mean, but um, yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. Especially like now with grime artists to be a big artist, you sort of have to go a bit more commercial, a bit more. You know, you're trying to go mainstream, so you have to water down a little bit of the grit of the thing that really made that gave them a fan base in the first yeah. place. So. Yeah, I, I totally, I totally hear you with that. So wrestling wise, what's what's your what's your big favorite? You're a WWE fan, obviously. Yeah. Um. So I grew up. So funny enough, I grew up watching WCW first because um I only had Channel Four, like one to one to five. Didn't have Sky, so watching like WWE was very very difficult. WWF at the time, but I had a neighbor who had Sky, so. I would go there every Friday night was Raw, every Saturday morning was SmackDown. So those good old days, yeah. So, the, But the thing was SmackDown in the morning, it was like they, they, they t- took away the chair shots, you didn't see any blood. Oh, you didn't yeah, see yeah. So I was like, damn it. So I'd have to wait till like the evening. But What did they do? They, used, they, they would freeze it, wouldn't they? They would go with the chair shot yeah. coming and they would or they freeze. Would, or they would or, cut to something in the or crowd. Or they would an audience like an shot, an audience side. reaction shot. That's yeah. it. Aye. That's exactly it. Yeah, exactly that. So... But that used to be like my sort of, if I was allowed to, if my mum would let me, you know, stay over next door's house and whatever else. But WCW was actually the thing I could grab to because it was like on Channel 4 or whatever. It was. I think it was Channel 5, was it? No one was Channel 5? Channel 5, yeah. I'm sure it was. So I remember grabbing onto that. But then, you know, they used to have a few pay-per-views of WWF on Channel 4. Yes. So yep. whenever I could get grab a bit of that, then I would definitely be, be on there. So I always loved WWE, but I could only love it from afar, if that made sense. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I, I love like in WCW, you know, you're, you're Goldberg, Filthy Animals, um, yeah, Eddie Guerrero's, Rey Mysterio's, Y2J's. I mean, there were so many, there were so many. And was, wrestling was such a good time then that I took for granted because what I would do for that now in terms of the, the real competition, the real excitement, wrestling right now is not, that exciting but I still watch it because the 10 year old in me still 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 loves it so yeah I think we're always I think all as kind of old time wrestling fans are always hoping for a new Monday Night Wars type scenario I think that's why I'm so I'm, I'm really getting into AEW right now because you know even though WWE is this monster this giant yeah, yeah. Still get the feeling there's just a wee bit, you know, you just still get the feeling that they must be pissing Vince off a wee bit, at least. They must be pissing Vince off a bit, you know what I mean? So it's, it has a wee bit of excitement for me, that stuff. Yeah, I'm totally with you. You want something to really rival WWE. And the thing is, WWE have been getting away with it for years. I don't know about you guys, but they've sort of like, because they know they're the big they're the big giant, they've kind of taken their foot off the gas for many years because yep. it's not, it's definitely not the same. And I know you can't necessarily go back to the old days because some things probably wouldn't go through now with what we watched back then. But at the same time, just that real competition. I'm glad AEW is pulling as much weight as it can because it needs something. It will only improve WWE. In my opinion, what about um? Sorry, I take away for wrestling, but the the Amazon Prime stuff this season. Have you been involved in that yet? Have they came to speak to you? Or no, I haven't spoken to me at all about that yet. But man, I am worried. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I'm well, not gonna lie to you. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously, we are. I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan and stuff like the that. Rangers. And obviously, I love Arteta. Yeah, I love Arteta for his time yeah, at Rangers, yeah. but. I must admit, when I watched the, the game against City last week, was it last week now? Yeah. If I, I'm going, you know what, this is a terrible result for Arteta, but this could be really, really good footage for this Amazon Prime documentary. Do you know what Listen, I mean? 
If, if Amazon was smart, you release episode one now. If anything, on one hand, I'm like, listen, Arsenal, pull out of this as fast as you can. But then if you're Amazon, you're saying, you know what, we might have to give him a little teaser now just before before, before the season ends. But um, yeah, Rangers, are, you know, are you guys all Rangers or are you different teams? No, no. I'm, a, I'm a Celtic supporter. Oh, OK. <laughs> and what about you, John? Oh, I'm I'm Falkirk, which is you okay. probably never really heard of. Falkirk don't even yeah, have a stadium. Exactly, so. exactly. Pete, he I've got the hi-fi. He's been a DJ at Falkirk and he just turns up the hi-fi, man. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, I've got to ask, see in the dressing room, is there any wrestling marks in the dressing room? Any of the players that you found out there are uh, marks for wrestling? The thing is, I've never I've never found out from them like personally or anything like that, but I've noticed, like, I remember there was one song Eddie and Ketia was doing the lyrics to it. And I remember like he, he sort of walked out the tunnel and he was sort of doing the, it was the Rob Van Dam one. And he sort of, he did that. <laughs> I was like, and I was like, this is hilarious. And I think Rob Holding's another one. He's, he's got an ear on it as well. So, Aye. but in terms of like knowing personally, I don't know anybody specifically who's, I, I don't really get to meet the players at all. So it's one of those where I'm sort of watching out, seeing who's, who's noticing what. Um, but uh, yeah, those are. But I know, like a Bamiang, for example, has been to has been to a wrestling show and he's been carrying the title and everything else like that. So I've seen that a few times. But obviously, maybe that's just for uh, maybe she suggested like the pyro get like play the cane theme again and get a Bamiang to walk into the center circle <laughs> and then put the hands uh, down and then the, the flames go up in the corner flags. You know what honestly, I mean? Honestly, that would be my like, Kane was my favorite wrestler. He's he's my favorite wrestler of all time, especially because it's weird because I was very scared of him as a kid. Like he. Gave Gave me nightmares for years but there was something about him I could, you know like a car crash i just couldn't stop looking at it mm, yeah. so like and when he took off the mask and it i must have been about 13 at the time or something like that when he took off the mask i was like oh my god this freak and then all of a sudden it was like <laughs> he has nothing on his face now he's just a bold guy and it was, <laughs> you know i just thought oh, for goodness so i used to believe you know i believe for ages kane and Undertaker, brothers and everything else yeah. you go on you go on glenn jacobs wikipedia he's born in madrid i thought what the heck's going on here <laughs> <laughs> so yeah no no so yeah nothing would 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 put me in the field spot more than if Bamiyang went to the centre circle and just gave it the full. That would be phenomenal. I've got to ask it in Bath, right? So Grado is a wrestler, right? Um, and wrestled in TNA. Right. You know, big wrestler up in Scotland, right? Now, right. let's go and check out his videos on YouTube. I'm going to put them over here. But yeah. Yeah, the Grado Berg entrance is perhaps one of the greatest um, entrances of all time. How many million hits has it had now, Grado? Oh, about 40 million. About 40 million hits. Yeah. So, Grado's entrance theme, he wasn't allowed to use it in TNA, right? It was like okay. a prayer by Madonna. I but it was, wasn't Madonna's version. It wasn't, it wasn't but it wasn't a coup did the version of it. Well, you know how Spotify used to get these like jabroni bands that would cover the music if they never had the rights? <laughs> so it was one of these Spotify bands, I think they're called right. the Hit Nation. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> the challenge the challenge of what I'm saying here is Pete is like a prayer, the Arsenal players coming out to like a prayer for the for the second half of the I, I don't know man I, I, I think maybe if Arsenal maybe won the bottom of the league right now I'd, yeah. I'd have a chance but uh, you know I mean bottom of the league and then playing like a prayer I don't know if that's going to get yeah, I think they need it mate I think they need like, a prayer at the moment to be fair I'll tell you what man that's the thing and that's the thing you know you have to be so careful with what kind of stuff you put out there because for example I remember I put out a track once and I'm just trying to remember like in terms of what but I just, it, we were coming off like a bad run of results surprise surprise right and i put put a track on which was kind of like 
was I sending a subliminal to say like, you know, you know, get your finger out sort of thing. And all I was really trying to do was, no, 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 I was just doing it for the crowd. This is for them. And they were just like, listen, mate, yeah, we, we could, we, you know, just, just be careful with what you're playing sometimes. <laughs> so I've, I've made the mistake of that before. So like a prayer will be very interesting. Let me do it, let me do it when we're on a winning streak. If we're doing good, then I can, at least I can throw it in there. I'm going to hold you to that, mate. I'm going to hold oh. you to that. I swear to God, I will. <laughs> Listen, man, thanks so much for coming on. It's been fascinating. It's always great to talk to a, a, somebody that loves the wrestling as well. Yeah. So thanks so much and no, keep pleasure. doing the good work and good luck with everything, man, right? Pleasure. Um, and you guys as well, keep rocking, man. I've been listening to you guys on the, on the iTunes as well. So honestly, it's been, it's been great. Honest, yes, have to thank be you, on. buddy. Thanks oh, so much. Cheers, man. Thanks very much. Cool. You're the best. Thank you. you. Take care, thank you. Cheers, pal. Bye-bye. And if you want to be on the running, best bet is to sign up to our Patreon as a world heavyweight champs get first dibs, IC champs get second, and cruiserweight champions get third. The other thing you can do is become a DJ for Arsenal, and you'll get on it as well. Get on patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft to get involved. You just made the list! But this one has only three items on it, as once again, we've put together the list of wrestling daft. You can vote for what you want us to talk about by joining us at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. Last week's five-time losing nomination, the best ECW champions, Bennett, nobody wants to know, was once again up, and it was against the best wrestlers never to have wrestled in WWE, WWF, and with 76% of the vote, it was the best wrestlers never to have wrestled in the WWE that won. So here's my top three. Number three, Toshiaki Kawada. Number two, Mitsuhara Misawa. Number one, Kent Kobashi. Oh, I mean, what were you thinking I was going to fucking say? What did you think I was going to say? I that? thought you might have pulled something out the bag as opposed to going straight to New Japan for every one of them. Hold on, let me let me all Japan. Let me look here. The best wrestlers never to have wrestled in WWE. I mean, what else am I supposed to say? Three, Kawada. Two, Misawa. One, Kabashi. Three of the four fucking great pillars of heaven, right? That's what I'm talking about. Who else am I going to put on there? Endo Nagasaki. <laughs> no. Tell you somebody who has never wrestled in the WWE. Conscience. No, conscience hasn't wrestled. Well, he was although he, he played cards with Undertaker. Although he was over there, and it was interesting that he got a tryout, and then somebody knocked his gimmick. Ah, that's right. That was. Uh, that's Who knocked right. his gimmick? Oh, you don't know this one? Well, I don't know this one. So, conscious went over for a WWE tryout, and someone knocked his gimmick. Two thousand and three, when it Rabbi went, and he was in OVW. Mm-hmm. And he was there for like a couple of weeks, right? And Conscience wears like other white, right? Had the white contact lenses, very kind of holier than now or whatever you say. I don't know. Like, you, uh, the, the white Undertaker, do you know what I mean? The white version of yeah, the, yeah. the attire was white. And then at Judgment Day, a couple of weeks after they go back, guess what character debuted? Was it Gangrel? Nope, close. It was. Casual. You'll kick yourself once we tell you. It wasn't right to censor, was it Stevie Richards? No. Oh, what's that? Good to be fucking. I don't know. I'm trying Mordecai. To ah, yes. When it, when it, Rob. Yep. And did he also use his move? I think did he use his move as well? It was all very suspicious. Very suspicious stuff. Mm. Like he, he was like the kind of same style of logos. And stuff like that. So, mm, that's think not- about that. Think about that. Talking about the NWA UK champ. <laughs> <laughs>
So <laughs> let's see what other punters are saying. If they're not saying three of the pillars, then I don't know what. Billy says, best they have never wrestled in WWE Motor City Machine Guns. Jelly Thorne, Nick Aldis. There you go. Goshi says, Kenny Omega surely near the top of that list. The Young Bucks <laughs> made their way through the Indies. Grado as well. WWE don't know what they're missing. Sorry, Grado, you should have been on that list. Oh, that, I just couldn't. I was struggling to put you above Kawada. I need to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Dow says, Alex Wright, <laughs> Glacier, La Parka and AKI Man. Love that. Brian says, Tanahashi, though he's been to Mania. Met him on the concourse during the Miz Shane match. Paul Kerr says, Okada, Omega, Darby Allen. Spray paint, Scott, Grado. Stevie says, best they've never worked in WWE. Christopher Daniels is surely a shout here. I know he came mm. close with the whole higher power thing, but don't think he ever worked a televised match with him. I mean... Uh, it's weird, uh, but I mean, he did. He, he did get a, a bunch of. He did wrestle a bunch of matches, but I don't think they were televised. Yes, right. But it was. It was a funny one about Daniels, wasn't it? Yeah. Christopher Daniels was unlucky because if NXT had existed, mm-hmm. I Christopher Daniels is doing his thing. There's a few like that, but there's a few like that. When you when you think about it, like it mm-hmm. just if it was maybe like ten years earlier. So I mean, the amazing red. Do you know what I mean? Aye, aye. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. The Spanish announced him. Christ, Jimmy Rave, <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's interesting to think about who would have been in NXT if it had started 10 years earlier, you know what I mean? A lot, the, a lot of the guys that went to TNA dead early, who they took from the Indies would have been in NXT. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Without a doubt. Like Loki and stuff like that. Well, Loki did, he was in NXT. Oh, was, Loki, was Loki in NXT, was yeah, he? Yeah, he was, he was in it when it was the um, when it was a competition. Caval, his name was. Ah. Right, yeah, that's right, aye. Scary guy. A fucking idiot. <laughs> John says he's fully not, sell, and he's fully sell. Aye. Now mark for his sell. Yes. Grado said Grado said they could bar him. Not. Do you know that he's doing um, voiceovers now? What for, for? hemorrhoid cream? See if you no, no. He, he can do um, like he's so perfect. Ellie Dunn, now listening to Fox News on CNN. You know what I mean? You can do all that. You're now listening to Fox News on CNN. <laughs> you know what I mean, but you can do Now listening to CNN on Fox Sports. It's fucking mental. It's like saying you're now listening to Scott Squad on Disney Plus. It's fucking bananas. <laughs> no, eh... <laughs> Karate Warrior 2 says James Storm made for the WWE. Just pay the man a decent wage and get him on the telly on Monty Brown because Marcus Corvon was only in that shite parody ECW. Scott says Shingo Tagaki. <sighs> Scott says Shingo Takagi and Jeff Cobb put on nothing but belters. Paul says Bob Eaton. Well, that's sure. Ian says Nain because if they've never been to the big time, they're clearly shite. <laughs> Right, well, I'm going to tell you about the Patreon. There's loads of more content at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. You can get extra bonus episodes, extra content, and you can also get involved with our community. Now, up there now, you're going to find Rab, Reviews, Rampage, and SummerSlam. And the best way to get involved is fairly quite simple, to be honest with you, and you need to get involved with one of your tiers. It's patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And we promise that more content's coming soon. So if you fancy it, and you want to become one of our patrons, sign up now at patreon.com forward slash wrestling daft. And we'd love to 
welcome you to the Rostal. We all like a good yarn, a good tale. And let me tell you something, pal, wrestlers are no different. And that's why we imagine we are wrestlers on the way back for a show. We're trying to pop each other with a cool story. So let's get in the car and see what happens. It was quite a match tonight, wasn't it? It was alright, man. I did a forward roll. My new finisher, I brought in my new finisher the night, mate. It's a forward roll into a gorilla press. Nice. Nice. Works pretty well. So all the guy does most of the work, I need to be honest. So all the guy does most of the work. It's roasting butt, wasn't it? Swing a wee left here. Let's see. I want to go past this guy's house. I've been... You see, you look in this guy's window, he's got a, weird, a wee dog. This wee dog always sits up at the window and looks at it. I just think it's got a, a cute wee face. You see it? Christ, that is a cute wee dog, isn't it? You see the wee face of the dog? Uh, what is that? Is that a spaniel? It's a wee shih tzu, I think. Is sp- no, I think it's been a lazapso. It's a cute wee thing, isn't it? It's a bichon. It's a bichon. Hold on, hold on a sniper rifle in the back. Did I tell you about when I was about 19 slash 20 years old? 19 slash 20 is it's a tough age, probably. Aye. And... You came what it was like, mate, because Saturday afternoons were well, it's spent in the pub watching the scores, and then we just kind of looked right ahead. Aye, I remember sitting at 19 in a fucking pub watching the scores. I remember watching the scores, man. Watching the scores. Then I, what I would do is I would usually go up the road about tea time, get a wee quick change, and head back out. So, mate, I was basically approaching the house one day, right, and I could hear this moaning. Like in a whimpering sound, right? And I'm getting closer to it. And all I saw coming was this large shaggy dog. A large mm-hmm. shaggy speaking of dogs, a large shaggy dog. And it was lying behind one of the motors in the drive, right? Now, Rabbit was if I remember right, I'm sure it was raining that day, so it was pure soaking and I could smell it and on, it was fucking stinking. A weird dog smell. I wet dog smell. I'm not actually sure what breed it was, but Google makes me think along the lines of an Irish wolfhound. So I stepped around it right, and I went into the house and I asked my father, I says, did you care about that dog? <laughs> and my dad says, ah, it's been there all fucking afternoon. And then he started bickering with my mum about who was at fault for having this unwanted visitor. Because we had a Labrador, right? And I can only assume the dog was on heat. Although your dog was male, and I can assure you it was not interested in and if these unsolicited advances. Right, right. Right. So my mom was bickering, she said she would go and deal with it. And I went up the stairs at this point, I started to get changed. And I heard the door shut. And seconds later, there was a scream. And in a panic, I looked out my window which was the room above the garage looking down onto the drive so I'm telling you man, what followed was one of the strangest sights I've witnessed <laughs> my five fat mother pinned to the bonnet of a Renault Scenic fallen victim to what I can only describe as a sexual assault from the dog <laughs> her scream had alerted my father to go out leading him to kick the dog to get off my ma and two neighbours had came out following the scream and witnessed the incident 
Her clothes had to be washed immediately to remove the dog's DNA and a horrible smell of a wet dog. An all-round ridiculous incident, but it still makes me laugh 10 to 15 years later. Hey, hold me that gun, mate. <laughs> and that story was from whom? Duncan. Duncan, thanks so much for that story. I'm very sad to hear about your ma getting mounted by the dog. Um, if any of you out there have any stories about your mothers getting mounted by dogs, uh, let us know. <laughs> Remember, a story doesn't have to be any day with wrestling, just a funny story about your life that's going to pop us. Drop us a DM on Twitter or Wrestling Daft. Or that was good, but that was funny. The Facebook page. We liked that one, didn't we? Ah, it's funny. Your mom getting shagged after dog, man. That's it. <laughs> For Wrestling Daft, please rate, review, subscribe on Apple, get us in wherever you get your podcasts. More content, loads, loads of content. Patreon.com forward slash Wrestling Daft. I believe Grado's doing another secret video soon. It's very exciting. Can't wait to see what it is. And why not check out our merch, which is still available at shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash Wrestling Daft. Thank you so much for listening. We need to choose a listener of the week. Um, I would like to suggest Mac Dow. Is this a guy with the Greek shit? No. Oh, maybe we should get to that. Uh, yeah, that was quite funny. Rico, who was Magdow? No, Rico. Magdow was a guy who said that the guys that never wrestled in WWE was Alex Wright, Glacier Laparka, and AKI Man, which I thought was no, funny. How many get Rico, right? Yeah, Rico, Rico. Rico, Rico he used to be a, a part of the Marks team, so Rico deserves it. Oh, wait oh. a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. He used what? to be part of the Marks team. Aye. Oh, fuck that. Get back to that. Mac Dow. Get Mac Dow, right? Get oh, Mac Dow. Um, so thanks so much for listening and we'll see you on the next one. It's been a pleasure to get Grado back. We are moving into some exciting times. Grado is back watching wrestling as well, by the way. He's made a commitment. He's going to be watching wrestling for now on, just like me and John. Uh, because the Marks podcast is away, so we need to pick up the slack. Yeah. And it was a great podcast, the Marks podcast. I loved it. <laughs> The fantasy wrestling bit on it, John was really good at that. But I'll be watching the pay per view. Is it Sunday night? Absolutely, mate. We'll be watching. I'll be that. heavy watching that. Jackie's going to wear his pants. He's trying to drink a beer on trunks. I think he will. I imagine it was pure rubbish, man. I think he'll come out in his scants. Imagine he just kept falling in his arse and all that. I can't. Imagine <laughs> he, he, kept, he just kept kissing Darby Allen on a thing. I've got. Oh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Darby Allen's just going, get off me! Get off me, CM Punk! <laughs> and it turns out that that was what Vince McMahon didn't want him to do it. Didn't want him fucking going out and kissing guys all the time. It's meant to be a fight. Not as in right with kissing guys, but it's meant to be a fucking fight. It's imagine, imagine, he, imagine he turned up steaming. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, fuck, man. I can't be asking it man. <laughs> Pony can's like, mate, you, what you been doing? You don't drink? He's like, oh, I fucked it, mate. I fucked it. I fucked it. Go and get Darby in here to be told. his first to drink. He just had aye, his first drink. Aye. And somebody's like that. Somebody's like that. To Darby Island, man. Taz goes up to Darby Island backstage. Going, mate, punk's bottled, man. He's fucking <laughs> bottled. And Darby's like, you're fucking kidding me on. You joking? He's fucking, honestly, he's through the back, man. He's pushed his cell and everything. <laughs> He's, he's pushed out in his jeans, man. He's had one bowl of wicked. He's had one bowl of wicked. I know. He's just box He's going, I've been fucking spiked. Somebody spiked me. I've been spiked. <laughs>
Kabuna! Kabuna! You strike me! Right, enough of you. Up the road. Up the road. Audio Frontier. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.